Well, we have been talking all week about, okay, y'all go ahead and tell them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> about receiving. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of people focus on, you know, sowing the sower sows. And, you know, it's important to sow seeds. And not everyone focuses on receiving and just yeah. how important it is to receive. Yeah. And I know I have had completely wrong thinking with receiving. And in the past, I've been one who's like, well, it's a little selfish of me to receive. Yeah. And so I've still known that God wants me to receive and that's how a flow works. But I've still had these yeah. deep down thoughts of reception that I've been blocking. I've probably blocked plenty of that's true. stuff that the Lord's trying to give me. That is very true. And that's actually what brought me to, to seeing that and fin finally getting mm -hmm. revelation of it. And uh, if you didn't watch the rest of this week, we've really developed a path of why it's important and why it's biblical to receive and yeah. how when, when Nicole and I started to actually learn and have revelation of receiving the things of God, mm -hmm. our spiritual life went up. Like yeah. we truly were able to give more in not talking about finances, in the glory and the anointing mm -hmm. of God and because we had received more. And so we yeah. went over at the beginning of the week the exercise just with, you know, taking in a deep breath and then giving it all away. But you mm -hmm. can't give another breath out until you receive one back in. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. God lays out the same principle in 2 Corinthians 9 where he says, I want you to have an abundance for every good work. Now, there literally it's talking about finances, but that passage shows us the workings and the dynamics of the kingdom of God. So mm -hmm. you can apply that same passage to giving food when you're fasting, and he'll give you grace to fast, uh, giving away the anointing, so that, and he'll give you the grace of the flow of that anointing to yeah. give away. So there's many things. I mean, you can apply it to practically anything in the kingdom. Remember, the, Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a seed. They showed us the kingdom of God is like a seed. And so, you know, sowing and reaping always go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Think about this. Mm -hmm. If you don't have sowing and reaping, something broke. And just the simple logic of that, please put that in the comments. Yeah. If we don't have both sowing and reaping, something broke. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. And, and a lot of times someone's broke. <laughs> if, if we don't have sowing and reaping, yeah. something broke. Um, that Because God has laid it out, this is the way the kingdom is. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Lord wants us to receive if we don't have both of those. Uh, one of the major verses that we looked at, and I love how Paul says this in Philippians 4.15. At the, at the latter part of it, he says, when I left Macedonia, no church shared with me in, now watch this, the matter. Watch this. No church shared with me in the matter, like one matter. There's one matter, and what was that one matter? Giving and receiving. In other mm -hmm. words, it's one. And giving and receiving, yeah. sowing and reaping, planting and harvesting yeah. by the Holy Ghost is one matter, mm. right? No matter, uh, no one shared with him concerning the matter of giving and receiving, but you alone. And so one of the things that we see is giving and receiving go together. And so part of, part of what we saw was uh, Nicole and I were always very good givers. That mm -hmm. was that was easy for us. We were we were really uh, it was easy for us to give. Matter of fact, yeah. we would be frustrated we didn't have more to give. And uh, I love to give. It's just one of my favorite things. Um, but we were not very good at receiving. And I mm -hmm. told them I told people a Sunday or so ago that we would actually sit there and you know I would. In, in a false humility, you know, somebody try to give me something, I'd be like, no, no, you don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. And then they try to, no, you don't have to do it. And I had a rule, if they did it three times, then I would receive it. It was like oh, this, yeah. it was ridiculous. And, and the Lord finally showed it to me. I thought it was humility, but mm -hmm. it wasn't. It was not right. humility. It was actually a pride going against sowing and reaping, which is one matter. In other words, mm -hmm. I was a good sower, but I was a horrible reaper. You know, I was a horrible receiver. Mm -hmm. And uh, so 
One of the things that's become evident to me is now once that changed, instantly our finances went up, instantly my uh, anointing, the flow of the anointing through me uh, went up. Instantly, I received everything on a different, Lord, you know, give, give it to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to give you an example of this, you know, if I'm sitting in a service and somebody says, who wants more of God? My hand is like instant, me. I want more because if you paid for it and you've made it available to whom much is given, much is required, you've given me that. I want to make sure that what you've given, I have received so that what's required of me is passed on because it's not for me. It's for other people. See, if I will focus on receiving to get it to people, the overflow will be in our lives. And we're seeing that Mm -hmm. more now than we ever have before. But we have to receive. We really saw those things go higher as Mm -hmm. soon as we learned how to receive. I mean, instantly things changed in the ministry and in my revelation of the word even. Mm-hmm. My, I was able to receive on a different level. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about this. If you haven't seen this week, please mm-hmm. go back and yeah. watch Monday through Thursday. It was it was tremendous on receiving. And uh, maybe did I talk about receiving directly on Sunday? Yes. Mm-hmm. Sunday night I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit service. And I talked about it a little bit the Sunday before, but that wasn't quite on receiving exactly. But starting Sunday night and then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and today on receiving. Mm -hmm. One of the things we talked about on Wednesday was that receiving takes. In other words, most people, so there's two different types of receiving, but most people only do one. Okay. Most people will sit there and they're waiting for God to pour. All right. Well, when God wants to pour it out, he'll pour it out. But I will tell you this. He will do that. Mm -hmm. But it's rare because that's not what receiving really means. Receiving means in most instances Mm -hmm. in, you know, Jew and Greek was on here earlier in the, in the Greek receiving most time means to reach out and grab a hold of it and take it. And also, it gives you the idea that you're able to carry it so you can be prepared to receive and uh, carry what God wants you. So that means we need to get ready. You know, we can't just sit still and be like, okay, I'm just waiting on him to do it. No, I prepare to receive. I, yeah. I, in other words, it's like uh, 3 John 1 and 2, uh, chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, above all things, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. What he's saying is, you prepare your soul, and I'll be able to give you all of this. You prepare to be able to carry. So like in healing, a lot of times people people might have faith to come and receive a healing, but many people lose healing because they're not prepared mentally. They don't have their mind renewed to carry that healing on. So when they receive it and they try to take it, their brain is so convinced that that they've done wrong, that Jesus is not a healer. They might receive it in an instant and sometimes lose it before they even get out of the out of the church. Right? right. So when we receive, we gotta be prepared and we gotta take it. We can't just sit here like this. Mm-hmm. Right? All the time waiting on God to do it. No, he's telling mm-hmm. us, and we talked about this on Wednesday. I'll give part of the synopsis. We talked about a lot of details on it. But one mm-hmm. of the things that we see is this is this is a minimal part of receiving where mm-hmm. I'm just sitting here. Now, God will do this, but he does it more to people who are prepared to receive, right? In yeah. other words, if I'm a good receiver by taking it, then I'll receive this more. And I'll tell you, when I learned how to receive, um, I, I started receiving this more. God would just talk to me and say, hey, I want to do this for you. And then he'd give it to you. And I'm yeah. like, I wasn't even asking for that. Mm-hmm. That reception was because I was prepared to receive. Yeah. But here's, here's what I mean by take it. So one of the things that you see is that when we take something, we see that in the Old Testament, and you see it in Matthew 11. Actually, Kevin DeWicki and I were talking about this the other day. You see it in Matthew 11 that up until Jesus came, everybody did everything by physical means, right? And it, mm-hmm. that's where the verse says, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Most people quote that verse as like, you got to go out and make something happen. But you never make happen what God hasn't told you. Mm-hmm. Right? right? You don't, or, or in a time that God hasn't told you. 
Man shall not live by his plans, but by yeah. the, every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. Jesus never did anything but what he saw the Father do. He never spoke anything but what he heard the Father say. So if Jesus didn't take any action but what he heard and saw the Father say and do, yeah. then for sure we need to operate in that same way. Yeah. Yeah. So we get our relationship right where we hear, we're confident in our fellowship with the Lord and in him we live and move and have our being yeah. in Acts 17, 28. Then, mm -hmm. then you see that he will give you what to do, when to do it. And then when we act on that, now we're taking that. Mm -hmm. So we gave the example of a year ago, we got Nicole and I got a word for a car. Most people think if they're if they most people would sit there and go, "Oh Lord, if you'll please give us a car, if you'll please give us a car." And and I'll tell you, most people are not going to get that car, mm -hmm. even though they had a word from a prophet, even though they had a word from the Lord, they're not right. going to get it because they're not taking it, right? Mm -hmm. That oh Lord, I just I, I I just put that car in my hands. I'll be so happy when when somebody gives us a car or something like that. That's not taking it and that's not receiving. They think that that's right, but that's part yeah. of what we're talking about. So, or they get a word like that and the next day they're at the, they're at the auto place signing papers, you know, taking mm -hmm. all those umpteen million payments to pay off that thing, you know. And so neither one of those generally is right unless you have yeah. a direct word from the Lord. So what we did, you see where everybody in the kingdom of God up until Jesus came, it was the law, it was physical, but Jesus was basically showing us that I'm making a shift now. It's going to go from all of the physical actions of the law to the spiritual actions of the law by faith and confession, by faith and confession. And so we start confessing that word. We start praying in the Holy Ghost. We're believing that by faith. So an act of taking is what Nicole and I ended up doing. So we got that word that we need a new car. We didn't need a new car. You know, we needed a couple of cars in that way. So we were like, first thing is, Lord, what car is it that you want us to have? Yeah. Let us, so that when we see it, we know we're looking at it. Right? Mm -hmm. So we need to get the wisdom of God. So we start asking the Lord, this is taking it. Mm -hmm. How would we know, okay, that's the right car if we didn't know which one it was? Mm -hmm. you know? right. Now that can be sometimes in the moment, but if he told me that I'm a car, I'm, I'm, we're going to get a car, I need to start being prepared mm -hmm. to receive it. So part of that is when to get the car, what kind of car, mm -hmm. you know, how, how much should it be? Um, you know, those are things I kind of need to know. So we start praying those things out in the Holy Ghost. So we took that word. Now we're praying on it. When we think about it, we start to thank him on it. We're confessing, Lord, thank you for giving us that car. That car is coming into us, Lord. It'll be paid for in Jesus' name. It'll be the perfect car, perfect color. It'll be the one that doesn't have flaws and defects in Jesus' name. So what we're doing is we're believing in the blessing of God and we're preparing ourselves to receive. So that yeah. went on for about a year. About two months ago, about two or three months ago, um, Nicole and I both felt it. It was like, ooh, it's time for the car. It's time for yeah. it. So now we prayed it out. We prayed in the Holy Ghost. We made those ways straight for that thing to get to us. Mm -hmm. we, started, we started knowing it's time for that car. And, and mm -hmm. in that preparation, if you were at my house, you would have seen me put some stuff up on the fridge. I had some old pictures. I took those down, put up some new ones. Then I had one mm -hmm. up there. I was like, that one's just not sitting right with my spirits. So I right. took that one down. The other one I left up there, right? Yeah. And, uh, but then at that same time, I realized every time, watch this, every time we see this one car, like it, it, we have a peace over it. We have yeah. a peace. Now, I, that was a picture I'd had up before, but I hadn't put it up new. But I realized this is the car. This is yeah. the one we need. And I realized I have a peace. You know, Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, I'm downtown one day. The Lord says, mm -hmm. pull through that car lot. Oh, okay. I don't remember the last time I pulled through that car lot. Years, yeah. years. I pull through the car lot, and in the middle of the car lot, I couldn't see it from the road, is our car. It's the exact car. And I was yeah. like, 
glory to God. I was like, I think that's our car. You know, that afternoon we went and test drove it. It was awesome. Had the right miles, had the right price. Everything was like that. And the next morning we had it within 24 hours. We had it like that after we'd been praying over it, but we had prepared ourselves to receive and we were confessing. Mm -hmm. We weren't letting go of that word we got. We knew there's a car coming. We weren't letting go of, of that. And so uh, as we prepared in faith, we confessed, we thank God, we prayed in the Holy Ghost, what is it? All of those is a taking of that word. It's a mm-hmm. receiving of that word. So everything was basically spiritual, thankfulness, confession, believing in our heart, meditating on that word, praying in the Holy Ghost. All of that was a taking in the spirit until it came time to sign the papers. And then in that one moment in that day, once we knew that all of the spiritual preparation had happened, that was a part of the receiving and taking it. Once that spiritual preparation happened, we crossed that line. Oh, now it's time to take possession. And now we stepped into it. So uh, you even see that with the Israelites when they received the promised land. You know, they had to get ready, they had to get Egypt out of the the generations. They had to get it out of the people. Then they had to be prepared. Lord, you will take us. And then when the shift came from Moses to Joshua, Joshua received what he needed for leadership. He Mm -hmm. talked to the people and he got them ready to receive. And then they crossed the Jordan. So they got spiritually prepared and then they stepped in and they possessed it. So a lot of people go straight to possessing it or a lot of people stay in the spiritual reception all the time but never possess yeah. it. That when we yeah. receive, there's a taking of it. And we have to mm-hmm. understand the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Amen? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Do you think that's oftentimes what people say, like, I'm just in a season of waiting? I do. Um, yeah. 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 You remember the word says this, that every, that every day and every step should get brighter and brighter towards mm-hmm. the new day sun. In other words, we should be constantly advancing. There are some things that take longer to basically manifest. You know, you've got, you've got some plants that you plant and then 30 years later they sprout. You know, so right. you have plants that will do that. We see that in nature. That car, it took a year. Sometimes he's given me a word and it's happened like the next week, you know. Right. Um, so it just depends. I mean, right now the Lord's told us something very big. Amen. Barrett says it's our year of increase. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things, that's a word that the Lord gave. So what are you doing to prepare for that year of increase? Mm-hmm. Lord, I received that year of increase. I see me higher. Mm-hmm. I see us higher. I see the mm-hmm. church higher. I see it filled up. I see the, the parking lot filled mm-hmm. with new cars. Yeah. I still see the people blessed and, and, and debt erased. Mm-hmm. I see our family blessed. I see us coming out of debt and never going back in. You know, uh, you, you see all of these things. And so our, what are we doing to prepare? You pray every time you think about our year increase, we're, we're asking for it. But yeah, I, what happens is a lot of times it, the issue, and this was very important that we covered on Wednesday, was it's Hebrews 6, 12. And, and Barrett brought this out. I hadn't seen this yet, but I've, I've said it in different words, but not the way that she said it is. It basically says in Hebrews 6, 12, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God, right? Mm -hmm. Or follow those who through faith and patience receive. So you want to look at somebody's life and watch them receiving the things of God. Mm -hmm. You want to watch them, not just financial things, but for example, we'll talk about this on, um, we'll talk about this on, Sunday some, because like Friday night prayer, last week, uh, a week ago, we had Friday night prayer. There's four or five people that got healed instantly in Friday night prayer. And and several of them happened without even, it just came by a transfer of an anointing that myself and Nicole had received at least three of them, where that anointing was there. And and one, I just touched a guy on his shoulder, and his shoulder and back got healed. And I wasn't even praying for him. Just there was an anointing that was received that was now passed, and now he received it. 
uh, Rachel, our daughter, I didn't know she was, she had been having a headache. I came by, I placed my hand on her head. A few mm -hmm. minutes later, it started going away and then she hadn't had any more issue with it. Like, I didn't even know she needed that. Mm -hmm. yeah. But because people see, and those are the types of people that you follow, ones that have by faith and yeah. patience yeah. received the promises, you know. Nicole mm -hmm. prayed uh, for Miss Marilyn, I believe it was. She got healed right there, yeah. you know. And that's, yeah. now watch this. First of all, you had to have somebody that received that anointing to be passed on. But then mm -hmm. now they received it. So when you see, hey, my reception went up when I got around certain people, that's yeah. the people mm -hmm. that God says to follow, mm -hmm. right? right. Yeah. And it makes it very clear in that. And so I think a lot of people, they just like, well, this is my season. But mm -hmm. when does that season come to an end? Like, mm -hmm. have you been in a season for the past 10 years? That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Have you been yeah. in a season for the past 15 years, 30 years? That's a problem. Mm -hmm. You know, when does fruitfulness start? You know, and yeah. so even if, like, for example, I would say, um, you know, I think people use that word season as a as a cop out a lot, and that's what you're asking. You mm -hmm. have to you have to watch that. So let me give you an example of this. We had a season, a foundational season in Boomerang. Mm -hmm. In that foundational season, we were finding out who we are, where we're going, how we're going to get there. About in year eight, right? I didn't want to take mm -hmm. that long, and it was probably my fault that it took that long. But in year eight, we figured that stuff out, right? And ever since that year, it, it's been totally different, just a power-packed house. I mean, it's been different. Mm -hmm. y'all. Some of y'all were here. It changed, right? Mm -hmm. We got new vision, and it changed. All right, now... That was a foundational time. But now watch this. During that foundational time, it wasn't that we didn't have any fruit. Yeah. So this was a foundational season, but we still won souls. We yeah. still had people healed. We still yeah. had revelation. We still had marriages and lives saved, right? Mm -hmm. We still had the power of God in operation. So there's mm -hmm. no unfruitful season, but there can be a, a season where God's doing something in you and things like mm -hmm. that. But that doesn't mean the other fruit that's already been commanded has stopped. So I'll ask people on a regular basis, like, not when's the last time somebody got born again at church? When's the last time you won somebody to the Lord outside of church? When's yeah. the last time you laid hands on the sick, like Mark 16, and those that believe lay hands on the sick and they shall recover? That yeah. you did. When's the last time that you saw somebody uh, become a disciple of the Lord that you led? It tells us and commands us to have this fruit. When's the last mm -hmm. time the gifts of the Spirit were operating in you, right? Mm -hmm. And I use that to challenge myself. That's not just something I point to other people. Right. I use that to challenge myself. Matter of fact, mm -hmm. last week I was like, all right, Brian, it's time for you to win somebody to the Lord. Like it's mm -hmm. been, you've won some when, on Sundays, you've won them in services, which is great. And, and yeah. you know, I can have a lot of people that are one to the Lord in services, and that's awesome, and that's great. When's the last time I led somebody personally to the Lord? So this mm -hmm. week, you know, I, I did this week. You know, mm -hmm. it was now my answer is this week, you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, yesterday or no, excuse me, Monday or mm -hmm. Tuesday, Tuesday. So, um, but, yeah. and then yesterday we were at the retirement home and there were seven people that committed to the Lord. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I think people use that, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord and they move into mm -hmm. a place where they never have fruitfulness. The problem with that is they're going to get to heaven. And God's going to say, hey, where's the fruit? You know, yeah. where's, where is that? Well, Lord, I was just waiting on you. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I was waiting on you. Mm -hmm. yeah. I gave you everything you needed to have fruit. Mm -hmm. What were you waiting on? So, yeah. yeah. And even in their reception, like, well, we're getting out of debt and everything. Well, mm -hmm. when are you getting out of debt? See, that needs to be in a live word now. And if it's not in a live word now, and you don't, faith is now. If you don't mm -hmm. receive that word that it's manifesting right now, then we are not taking and receiving. And you can see how this holds us back. Because if we yeah. haven't received, then we won't have an abundance to pour out.
That's good. That's yeah. true. Amen. Um, Kevin just asked a question in the comments. He said, Pastor, I understand that this is my year of increase, but what if I don't know what increase looks like in my life? Then and that's a great question. Mm -hmm. Then what you want to do is you want to ask what that increase is from the Lord. And you want to see in Scripture what is He already given to you. We know mm -hmm. that the blessing of God, you know, a place I would start is Deuteronomy 28, the first, I think, 14 verses where it defines the blessing and the curse. Yeah. And uh, specifically the first 14, but I would read the whole chapter. And when you go into, you can get some revelation by looking at the curse and seeing, in other words, knowing that we're redeemed from the curse. Anything that's the curse, we have the opposite of it. So mm -hmm. let Scripture define what increase is. You know, go in there. You're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. You're the lender, not the bar. So one place of increase is I have no more debt. I have all the debt erased. Start believing God. That's a now word for every believer that's been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. That's a now word. Every believer should be out of debt and move, or, or moving towards it, you know. Every believer should be out of debt or moving towards it because that's a part of the promise. Yeah. You should, every believer, everything that they put their hands to, they should have the favor of God. Um, mm -hmm. So that, somebody put it in the, um, put it in the comments, Deuteronomy uh, 28. Then you also can look at Luke chapter 2 and verse 52 where Jesus uh, kept increasing in mm -hmm. wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. You know, a part of increase is abundance for every good work in 2 Corinthians 9, uh, 10, I think it is. It's 9, 8 or 9, 10. Um, so you see an abundance for every good work. All right, so here's the question. You know, because some people, this, and this is a problem. We'll get to the place where we're paying our bills and we'll stop pressing to receive. Right. We'll start, stop pushing our faith out yeah. there. And, and that's really selfish. It's really selfish. And that's why it, it's good to always keep in your mind an mm -hmm. increase in receiving even. That's why God, he, think about this. At what point, look at, look at Genesis 1. He started a process. And the process was every seed produces after its kind. Mm -hmm. and that means every tree that came from the seed should produce after its kind. Yeah. Yeah. At what point, at what point should a tree stop production and have an unfruitful season? Yeah. Never. Never. There's one season in the kingdom, one, one mm -hmm. ultimate general, generalized season. And it's production. Yeah. There's never, now, you can have seasons where you're pruning to produce more, right? You yeah. see what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm cleaning up some stuff to produce more, but it shouldn't take forever. It should mm -hmm. be very quickly back to full production. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now, so one of the things that you see, and this is very selfish, is let's say that, you know, I need to pay my bills $75,000 a year to pay everything and live, you know, where God has us. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And see that right there, that probably, I, I'm throwing that out there because my, my, that's easy for me to throw out there without a problem, okay? But yeah. let's say that, but see, a lot of people, they're like, I don't need that. That's the issue. That, that's a problem. In other words, you're, yeah. not, you're not believing on a level to get your thinking up higher. And if you can't get your thinking up higher, God can only give you what you can see in faith. Right. And so if you can't see the necessity for that, you will not move into it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a part of reception. So look at one of these things. And, and finances is a great teacher. That's what I love when Jesus said in mm -hmm. Luke 16, he said, when you uh, will get a hold of these little things, then you can, how can I give you the true riches of the kingdom if you can't get a hold of these little things? So mm -hmm. he gives us that concept. So I love using finances to teach the greater uh, revelations and truths of the kingdom. I think a lot of people are, they're adverse to that, but they need to see what Jesus said. He used finances to teach them things yeah. about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is like a seed. All right, so... What, let's say that somebody needs 75000 to pay their bills, and they're now making 100000 
right? Mm -hmm. So they're paying their bills and they've got some extra, right? Mm -hmm. Right there is where most people stop. Yeah. They will stop. They won't believe God for more. Why? Because my bills are paid and I'm, and I'm pretty comfortable. Mm -hmm. And they won't believe God for increase. But that mm -hmm. same person has within their ability, the, they have a potential through Christ. They could believe mm -hmm. God for a million dollar income. Now watch it. Okay, yeah. fine. Stay at your stay at the $75,000 a year living, but how about you believe God for a million dollar income? You keep after taxes, you keep 700,000 of it. Keep your 100. I tell you what, let's give you 200 a year and the other 500 that you have left over, you sow into the kingdom to win souls. Yeah. Who has that potential? All of, All of us. us. Everybody. So, yeah. see, you can see that we think we're okay, but we're really not because we've stagnated. And my dad mm -hmm. used to say this in business, and I found it to be true in the Word, is if we're not going forward, we are going backwards. Because if I mm -hmm. feel comfortable, eventually I'm going to relax on other things too. The small foxes will ruin the vine. Mm -hmm. I'll actually go, go backward just because of attrition. You know, and yeah. my thinking will go backwards because I'm comfortable. Notice what happens when people retire. Many mm -hmm. times when people retire, uh, they pass away within just a few years. Why? Because their mission has stopped. Their, yeah. their focus has stopped. And, and watch this. God didn't create us to not have a mission. Yeah. God created us to have a purpose and a destiny to fulfill and produce. And so even in our finances, when we stop our mission to move in abundance, literally we lose a piece of life. We're designed to produce. We're designed to go forward. We're designed to think higher. This has everything to do with receiving. Yeah. So I think, I hope that answered Kevin's question. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it. Kevin says, not mm -hmm. being super spiritual or pious, he said, I'm so sincere. Yeah. Well, I know in learning, when I first started learning finances for myself, I know you taught me, like, I had, like, my first, like, car bills and stuff, and I needed $75 a month. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I need $75 a month. And immediately you're like, no, you need to be believing for more, for increase. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. I'm like, where am I going to get $100 a month? And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. And it wasn't, it really wasn't. But now, but yeah. because of that thinking, I have way more than I've ever had. Yeah. And still just that way of thinking is like, I'm not worried about anything, but there's a stirring like, I've been sowing more into the kingdom of God than I've ever been able to, but yeah. I want to do more. I don't want to get comfortable. So I'm not worried yeah. about where I'm at, but I don't want to get comfortable. Yeah. I want to keep increasing, keep sowing into the kingdom and yeah. all that the Lord has for me. Yeah. And that, that way of thinking that you started teaching me from the very beginning of my finances has greatly, it's completely yeah. changed how I see other people handling their finances and just their whole thinking and all of it. Yeah. Well, there's a series that we did about thinking big. I think we have the playlist about mm -hmm. thinking, increasing our thinking. One thing that becomes very evident is uh, we'll never have those things in the kingdom without thinking in that way. And even if yeah. we had them for a little bit, we'll lose them. We have to think higher. Mm -hmm. And what potential of higher thought do we have? We have the mind of Christ. If we want it, mm -hmm. if we yeah. want it, God doesn't stop at $100 a month. He doesn't mm -hmm. stop at 100000 God's thoughts are much higher. The word tells us it's much higher. So then we need to say, Lord, help me to see like you see. Yeah. Help me to, yeah. what, what is your normal way of thinking? Yeah. So how many people have the ability to think that and to pray that way? Every believer. Yeah. Yeah. And if we, would, if we would believe like that, I think that's growing your vision. Is that, does that have the ones on uh, thinking big in there too? How to think, Okay. That, that one's, yeah, that's right, because I put in the description thinking bigger. 
So growing your vision, that link we just put up, that whole series and that playlist is mm -hmm. really good to expand it. We have been thinking too small. And that has mm -hmm. every, if we're thinking too small, we'll never receive. Yeah. We'll right. never receive on the level that God wants us to receive. Right. So that's a great point about, and you saw, as you started thinking that way and expecting mm -hmm. that way, instantly things changed. Yeah, so, I was never at that point again, like $100. I don't yeah. think there's been a month since then that, like that first month I, I got exactly what I was believing for, and that was yeah. exactly to the dollar, one hundred dollars. Yeah. And then, but then I was like, okay, this he if he has this for me, he has more. That's right. And so I just kept pushing my faith. I don't think there's been a month that I've received that little. Yeah. Again, and it's kept increasing and increasing, and yeah. just because of where I've believed. Yeah. Like how yeah. he's led me to believe for. Yeah. It's great. Well, and even with, um, see, this goes back to, I think what we were talking about, I think it was Wednesday of this week. Uh, you go back to, maybe it was Tuesday, but we talked about our value, right? Mm -hmm. And in our value, how we value ourselves shows what we think we are worth, even in finances. Mm -hmm. If you don't have an a understanding of a godly value in your finances, how are you going to carry the glory and the anointing at the right level? Because right. that's true riches. So if I can't, uh, T.O. Osborne had this statement. He was headed over there, and God said, I want you to fly first class. It's like, oh, Lord, I don't, I don't need to fly first class over there. I'm going to preach the gospel to this country. He said, if you can't believe for a first class ticket, how are you going to believe for that country to be saved? In other words, he said, yeah. you need to get your thinking right on this yeah. little thing so I can teach you how to think right on this yeah. true riches of taking mm -hmm. a whole nation for Christ, right? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we find ourselves, and because we don't value ourselves properly, mm -hmm. because we don't value ourselves properly, we can't flow into the, the place where we lay our hands on somebody and they're healed just like that, even without us knowing it, like the testimony I was just telling. Yeah. We, we don't know those true riches because we haven't understood the small thing, the finances. Mm -hmm. If you're not worth $100,000 of income to the Lord, how are you going to carry an invaluable thing like his glory mm -hmm. and, yeah. and handle it right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How is, it's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. we've got to get it where we're really not choking over these large mm -hmm. things, right? Yeah. Large figures. We've got to get it to the place where we can receive those things. Another... Mm -hmm. um, Another thing that the, the Lord brought this up to me recently, and yesterday we went and uh, we looked at some houses, and uh, these are these are some you know they cost them monies, <laughs> they, didn't they? Yeah. 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 And we went and looked at some houses. I remember when I was little or little when I was young, I would go, <laughs> I'd be like twenty-two, making you know fifteen thousand a year, and I'd say, hey, can I drive this hundred thousand dollar Mercedes? And can I test drive it? Can I take it home and keep it at night? I mean, I'd ask this. <laughs> I know they. Uh, I did have. I did uh, keep one for a day or two. Yeah, they used to let you do that. They won't let you do it now, but. Anyway, so their insurance won't let you, but um, not a Mercedes. It was uh, like a Toyota Avalon, I think, that I had for mm -hmm. several days. But uh, I was test driving it, but I didn't have the money for that at that point. Mm -hmm. I, that was so far beyond. <laughs> and um, But I would go. I would literally go and drive like an S500. I remember the one of the ones I drove was when you put it in reverse on the end, on the back of the um, uh, trunk they would have two like eight inch bars that would come up and it would, it was before backup cameras, but those bars would show you the corner of the car. So you could tell, you know, where it was oh, to help you back up. That's cool. So you'd put it around. I was like, those are so cool. <laughs> <laughs> now we have backup cameras that like yeah. will park you. Um, but anyway, I mean, I would go and test drive them and yeah. I would dream. Now, I did this for, for business. I was doing it for business. I was mm -hmm. looking at these things. I would, I would go and look in houses. I would go to lots and walk through those houses yeah. and see the things I liked, things I didn't like. And you know, I would dream, and I would 
visualize things and get vision of it. Mm -hmm. And the Lord really, uh, I talked about some in that series about growing your vision and growing your thinking. He, he checked me a few, uh, a while back. He said, you need to do some more of that. But, mm -hmm. and it's not because I need to visualize these things. Yeah, it's time to dream, dream again. It's not because I would, I needed to visualize and like this mental thing. No, I needed to think higher. I needed yeah. to, because if God's way up there and my job is to think way up there, then I've got to start stair-stepping my thinking up, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, some of the houses we looked at yesterday, they're, you know, they're, they're houses. I, I marked one on mm -hmm. our list. It's like $2.3 million house, you know. Yeah. Do I want that house? No, actually I don't. You would think, well, I would take it. Well, I'll mm -hmm. take it and sell it, but I don't want to live there. Because there's maintenance involved in, yeah. in a house that's yeah. got that much stuff, and I don't want the time to do that. I could pay yeah. somebody to do it, but, you know, do I want I don't. I don't think so, but if the Lord wants me to have it, I'm not opposed to it. See, that's mm -hmm. the issue. A lot of people say, no, I'd never have it. If God told me to do something, I'm going to do it. Right. I'm going to do it, right. and it's getting to that place of obedience, no matter if it's small. But you got to understand, I also told them years ago, I'll live in a tent mm -hmm. in the woods, you know, y'all wouldn't have liked that very much because that was when you were little, but yeah. it was a possibility. I was like, Lord, yeah. I'll do whatever you tell me to do. I don't care. I was like, I, that, I don't think that'll make me very happy, but <laughs> if you told me to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, I'll do it. Whatever it yeah. takes, I will do that. So that, and I meant that about the tent. That's only, so you gotta, you gotta get yourself to the place where you would mm -hmm. do it. Where you would take that house and and if he told you to give it away, yeah. See now you have the stuff; it doesn't have you. But but we've got to mm -hmm. start thinking higher. Yeah. God can't get stuff to us unless we think higher. Which means we can't receive things unless we think higher. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I realized, I saw this years ago. Many people have problems with this. Um, I'm I'm just like on the monologue today, mm -hmm. so. Glad you are here for the ride. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm fired up about it. Yeah. Is one, one thing I've watched a lot of people have a problem with is like preachers with jets, you know, mm -hmm. Pre preachers with planes. Um, there's, and I'm not, I'm not going to like rip you apart or anything, but there's a need for that. There, when somebody, you know, why does a CEO of a company, it's okay for Budweiser CEO to have one. It's okay for uh, the Playboy guy to have one. But somebody who gives his life to the gospel and needs the jet, not for his own pleasure, but needs the jet actually so that he, whose time is very valuable, can be at more places and do more things, mm -hmm. you know, why is that not okay? You know, yeah. And the reason it's not okay with people is because their thinking is way down here. Mm -hmm. they, they have no vision to see why somebody would need it because they're not doing something on that level. They're not even yeah. thinking on that level. Uh, but let me give you a really great example of this. I, I think this was the first time I ever flew somewhere private to go to a meeting. The Lord mm -hmm. specifically told us, see, that's the issue. Who are, who are we to say... Who told what God told something to? You know, yeah. people say, "Well, I don't know why he could have he could have driven over there, you know, done, done this." Oh, if God said to do it a certain way, that's mm -hmm. the issue. See, people are hung up because they think their way is the best. God's yeah. way is the best. Obedience to God is the best. That's success. Mm -hmm. So if He tells you to to run to Tennessee, then run to Tennessee. If he yeah. tells you to fly to Tennessee, fly to Tennessee. If he tells you to drive, drive. That's yeah. where we were mm -hmm. going was Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. And um, so he told us to fly. And mm -hmm. um, so we, we got a plane. It didn't cost us that much to go. Uh, probably cost us, um, probably cost us three or four hundred dollars extra to do it that way. Mm -hmm. Probably. I'm guessing. All right, so that, well, that's three or $400. Yeah, exactly, Kevin. What's the value of a soul? So, mm -hmm. well, that's three or $400 you could have put in, into the church or kept into the church. It, that's true. I could have. 
But in obedience, I did put it into the church. You, you have to see. That's obedience. Yeah. Now watch what happened. We flew out. First of all, to fly was an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. This particular location to drive was six to eight hours, depending on which way. All right? Mm -hmm. I'd been running 90 miles an hour, and I needed a break. I didn't need to drive on top of everything else. Yeah. I needed to just have some rest. Yeah. But I also had a schedule that said I need to leave now. And the only, it really, the only way I could get there and be there on time to receive what God wanted me to receive that next morning would have been to drive through the night. Yeah. It, the six hours was long enough, so we didn't have to do that. We actually got up early that morning and flew, and I was able to sleep in my own bed. I was rested to receive, and I was in place to receive it. Now watch this. And while we were there, somebody heard what we had done in obedience mm -hmm. to God, and they gave us $400 to the ministry. Yeah. They said, I heard about what you did. I want to sow 400 I want to sow the whole cost of the trip out here. So in the end, it cost us nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yet, we... We were rested, we were there right on time, and we were ready to receive. See, a lot of people, they'll, well, let's, we'll drive through the night and we'll save that money. And the issue is they get there and they don't receive what they're there to get. God mm -hmm. wanted to impart some, and they're so tired they can't take in hardly anything, you know. Yeah. They don't catch the word that God wanted for them in that way. So they miss yeah. the thing anyway. Well, you know, now, now what was wasted? Not only the money to get there, but the whole time of being there too which right. is more valuable, right? right? Time is very, very valuable. Yeah. Well, then, because we did this, we flew home, and that was a Friday morning. Because we were able to do that, I, there was no way for me to get here at the right time. I had mm -hmm. a meeting I was supposed to do. I was going to have to cancel it if we didn't fly, but because yeah. we flew, I got home, I walked into the meeting, and a guy got born again. I, I've never mm -hmm. seen the guy before, and I've never seen the guy since then. But that four hundred dollars mm -hmm. uh, paid for me to be there to lead him to the Lord that day, and then the four hundred dollars was given to us anyway. See, that's yeah. where we have to trust the Lord yeah. that He will provide. And when you start stepping in faith, Lord, part of part of receiving is being obedient in faith to what He's told you to do, mm -hmm. and He'll get you in the right place at the right time and then you'll be ready to receive. Had we not done that, I wouldn't have been prepared to receive that day. Yeah. I wouldn't have been right. prepared to receive. We must learn to be obedient and to think higher and prepare ourselves to receive. So, you know, one of the biggest things that we're talking about today is preparing ourselves to receive, yeah. getting ready, and then, you know, doing those spiritual things, taking that thing. We have to be prepared. Amen? Amen. About Miss Mike. Miss the table. Amen. Amen. Do y'all have any questions on any of that? Or do y'all have any questions on any of that? I'm just taking it in, honestly. <laughs> yeah. There was, we've been talking about this, like you said, since Sunday. And there was even like, there was even a point this week where like, okay. That's amazing. I think I've got it. <laughs> and then literally the next morning, someone tried to give me about 20 bucks. And I was like, oh, no. And the Lord's like, are you going to tell them don't give you that 20 bucks? I'm like, no, Lord. <laughs> I was like, I don't have it yet. I need to take it in more. I need yeah, to get it in my that's heart. That's good revelation. Yeah. It was crazy. It was instantly in my immediate reaction before I had even thought about it was, yeah. oh, no, don't do, you don't need to do that for me. Yeah. And the Lord's like, are you going to steal? Not only like, are you yeah. worth 20 bucks to me, but are you going to steal their seed? Yeah. And I was like, no, Lord, not. <laughs> I guess not anymore. You're not the only one that's had that. Yeah. Who, who's been watching this week and the Lord has, uh, like, tested your reception mm -hmm. this week? Has it with you? Yeah. 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 But, well, here's the cool thing, though, because as we... Me too. Me too. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it happened to me as well. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like the cool thing is, since we're talking about this, this is obviously <laughs> an on-time word. Yes. You know, which yeah. means, here, here's where you can put your faith. If God is putting this word out for you, that means that there's going to be an opportunity for you to receive yeah. very soon. Well, that's, so that's exciting. Yeah. yeah, that's exciting. That, <laughs> means, that means God's getting ready to give something. Yeah. So, so yeah. that's why I think preparing is good. But yeah. you know, just the fact that we've been talking about this week means mm -hmm. that God's yes. getting ready to give us something big. Amen. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. Glory yep. to God. Look, Marky says, she was tested, Arabella, Rachel. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I had it as well. So it's mm -hmm. funny. It's funny how the enemy comes immediately to steal the seed of the word and tries to say, oh, you're not, you don't have to do that. Uh, Nicole mm -hmm. had one to, uh, to receive. <laughs> Kelly, <laughs> you know, that's yeah. awesome. See, that's it. But we're passing the test in Jesus' name. Yeah. We're becoming good receivers. So think about that. Let's say that your whole job in the kingdom, let's say that your whole job in the kingdom was to operate in millions, right? Mm -hmm. that, that'd be okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> operate in millions yeah. to get to the kingdom of God. Get it through in you, through you, and into the kingdom, and sow it into the kingdom. Do you realize that's really the call of every believer? That, that's really the call of every believer is to actually have millions flow through us to, to uh, advance the kingdom of God. Like, I, I'm convinced of that. I don't think yeah. that there's really anybody in the kingdom. I don't think that there's anybody that if they would allow God to do it and do what he wants to do, he would make them a millionaire and flow millions through them to oh, yeah. help advance and sponsor the work of the kingdom, right? To sow yeah. into the kingdom. I really believe yeah. that. Why? Because a million, you know, to me has always been a lot, but mm -hmm. the more I renew my mind to it, a million to God is nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just nothing. Yeah. Um, when, and if we, you don't know that, then I would really encourage you to keep reading in here about God and just the opulence of the kingdom of God yeah. and mm -hmm. what he has. You know, yeah. it's not, listen, if a mountain is nothing to the Lord, mm -hmm. speak to this mountain and be, think about that in terms mm -hmm. of finance. I love using finances to teach things. <laughs> yeah. Think about a mountain of, um, what's, a, what's a mineral that's not worth a ton? You know, maybe yeah. I would, let's just say granite, you know. Think about a mountain of granite, right? Mm -hmm. If I had a whole mountain of granite, how many granite countertops can I make? A lot. Is there a mm -hmm. million dollars worth of granite countertops in a mountain? Probably. Mm -hmm. I would say probably 10 or 100 million, right? Mm -hmm. Probably easy. So if God says to the, you speak to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and it's that simple to him, and it's like a grain of sand to him, then what he's basically saying is anything that's in that mountain, everything that's worth it, you know, all the, all the gold that might be in a mountain, all the granite that might be in a mountain, I can move it all just like this. Yeah. I can move it just like that. Yeah. It's nothing to me. So how easy is it for him to get something into our hands? See, it's not hard for God to get it into our hands. It's been hard for us to get our thinking big enough and our reception mm -hmm. big enough to receive it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah, and so you see it's easy for the Lord mm -hmm. to do these things. Yeah. It's easy for the Lord to do these things. So, <laughs> oh, it's easy for the Lord to do these things. It's easy for the Lord to do it. Put that in the comments right now. It's easy for God to get big blessings to me. Yeah. It's yeah. easy to God, for God to get big blessings to me. Put it in the comments. Yeah. And, and the, the, more you, the more you celebrate that, the, the better you'll receive. In other words, the more you yeah. thank God, you know, how many exclamation points can you put behind it? It's easy for God to get big blessings to me. Amen. Yeah. yeah, glory to God. See, those are the kind of things we ought to grab a hold of and celebrate. And when it comes yeah. like Sunday morning and praise and worship start, we're like, glory to God. You're getting big blessings to me today, Lord. Glory to God. Yeah. What if all of, his, all of his family was believing and receiving like that? Hmm. Unstoppable. What would we lack in the kingdom? 
Yeah. It's easy for God to get big blessings to me. It's easy for God to get big blessings to me. It's easy. See, we got to get that inside of us. See, if you don't have that inside of us, it's not going to be easy. That's yeah. got to be alive. It's got to be a yeah. revelation to you. It's yeah. easy for God mm-hmm. to get big blessings to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, because now, watch this, Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for or the, or the support mm-hmm. of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The things hoped for are the things that we are in joy over, that we're confident in, and that mm-hmm. we are in expectation of. So if we can't get, it's easy for God to get big blessings to me, we'll have no expectation for it, and our faith has nothing to manifest. But when we start expecting big blessings, easy, we're expecting. Now when we apply faith, there's something to manifest. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you do the, the what's right kitchen, you know, or what's yeah. cooking or whatever we call it. You know, <laughs> uh, when we do the what's right cooking, you're not going to yeah. be able to produce any recipe that you don't give ingredients to. Right. If we don't have any expectation, that's the ingredients. Yeah. And our faith will be trying to work, trying to work, trying to work. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't mess up. I don't have any ingredients in the bowl. You know, and you show mm-hmm. the empty bowl. I'm trying to bake a cake, but there's no ingredients in there. Yeah. See, if we're not in expectation of these promises, Mm -hmm. then we have nothing to manifest. We're not going to receive any manifestation. Mm -hmm. There's no harvest. So to be a good good giver, we've got to be a good receiver. And and in order to be a good receiver, we've got to be a good giver. But in order to be a good receiver, we've got to think big. We've got Mm -hmm. to expect big. We've got to get it to the point where it's easy. Amen. Mark, you said, he's getting big blessings to me today. Yeah. Now we're moving into Mm -hmm. some expectation. You see that? And Mm -hmm. some revelation. That's that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. It's easy. I'm telling you, we got to become good receivers. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, we love you. If you have questions, let me just, uh, I had, wow, (laughs) I had so much stuff to tell you that I didn't tell you. (laughs) Let me just share this with you. Mark 11, Mark 11, talking about being a good receiver. Verse 24, therefore I say to you, all the things which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them. That you have received them and they will be granted to you. Now I want you to see, you're not believing for healing. You're not believing for the abundance. You're believing that you have, what he tells us to believe in is believe I have received them. I have received abundance. I have received healing. So what he's saying is, as soon as I put faith and expectation, faith and hope in God, in the promise of what God's told me to do, like when he told us the car, Lord, I believe we have received that car. That started a year ago. I received it in my spirit first. we're, We're receiving the building we're in right now, right? Right. I, not just receiving, we have received it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue. We, I believe it's done in my spirit. Yeah. Now that thing can manifest mm-hmm. in the flesh. And mm-hmm. that's what happened with the car. That's what's happening uh, with our building. So what we're supposed to believe in is believe that we have received it. Mm-hmm. Do you have a right to the things you're believing for? Does mm-hmm. God want you to have them today? We have to believe that I have a right to it. And so now when I ask you for it in in the spirit, you're giving it to me now. I have it now. I have it now. I'm not waiting. No, I have it now. Spiritually, it's mine. I have it now. Now it's manifesting in the flesh Mm -hmm. even as I speak. Even as I speak. So we believe that we have received it. Mark 11, 24. Then look at this. Look at these things quickly that we should should and can receive. This is not mm-hmm. a complete list. Let me just give you this. Mark 10, 15, who does not receive the kingdom of God. We can receive the kingdom of God. We receive the domain or the rule of the king in our lives. Yeah. The king's domain, the domain, the dominion of the king. We receive it in our lives. We mm-hmm. receive it in our life. Lord, I receive your rule over my house. 
Lord, your will will be done over my house and property. Lord, there won't be any sickness. Sickness can't last over my property property because I have the rule of Jesus in my, and there is no yeah. sickness in Jesus' rule. Yeah. There's no yeah. lack in Jesus. I have the domain of the king in my house. We need to, we can receive that. Yeah. What else can we receive? Yeah. Uh, Matthew 11, 5, the blind receive sight. See, when we go up for healing, we don't just let something happen to us. No, we take it. We receive that, and we keep mm -hmm. receiving it as we go forward. Yeah. We receive that healing, Matthew 10, 14. Whoever does not receive you. In other words, we can receive a man of God when he preaches the word yeah. or yeah. not receive it. Yeah. We can receive them as, as God speaking to us or not receive it. Or we can just say, hey, that's Jesus, uh, Joseph and Mary's son, you know, the carpenter's son. Or we can receive, this is the man of God. This is the son of God, the Messiah, with an anointing. So in Nazareth, they received the carpenter's son. They didn't right. get much. Capernaum, he healed them all. Yeah. A people can receive a person and a word, right? First uh, Peter 1.9, receiving the end of your faith. In other words, we can start in faith, but we need to get good at receiving the end of our faith. In yeah. other words, that thing completely pulled in. Here's another one, Hebrews 12, 28. We receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. How would yeah. you like to have a life that can't be shaken? Yeah. Glory to God. We yeah. can receive it. Yeah. We can receive a stable, right. a founded life, a life that's not shaken, right? Yeah. We can mm -hmm. receive those things. That's yeah. just a few. That was yeah. like... You know, five verses I just pulled out. We go through the word, look up and go and do a word search for receive in the New Testament and Old Testament too. Look at what you can receive. So mm -hmm. if we'll learn how to be good receivers, we can have all that. Yeah. And we should have all of it. That's why he wrote it in there. He doesn't write to tell you you can receive these things because he didn't want to give it to you. He wrote them in there because he wants yeah. you to have them. Glory yeah. to God. Well, if this word on reception this week has blessed you, uh, it's time to sow. Do what God yeah. said. Sow into the word. If you heard a good word, a life-changing word, a eulogia in 2 Corinthians 9, 6, and that's what it says when it says abounding. If you heard a good word, you sow into that word and you will receive that word manifesting in your life. And so if you heard a good word uh, this week, uh, we encourage you to sow. You definitely do not have to. It's whether or not you decide to take God's word and be obedient to it or not. Yeah. You can go to giveww.org. You can give by face, uh, Facebook, hashtag donate, followed by the amount. Uh, Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency. Give one time or give on a regular basis. Every week I want to give a certain amount. I'm believing every day, every month, I'm believing to give a certain amount. If you'd like to do that, you can set it up to do that at giveww.org. See all of that stuff. And uh, we praise God for you. You're going to yeah. have a great weekend yeah. in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you receive it? Yeah. Do you receive it? Do yeah. you receive? I'm going to have a great weekend. Yeah. Amen. I believe you will. And uh, let's just pray uh, mm -hmm. for people to receive. So, you know, I want you to pray and bless what mm -hmm. anything anybody is given. Okay? Okay. Good. Well, Lord, thank you for these seeds today. Thank you for putting on people's hearts what to sow today. Yes. Thank you for leading them. And thank you that with that sowing comes reception. And we yeah. put faith and expectation on them receiving what they have sown in and greater. Lord, all that you have for them, yes. we increase our expectation to receive it starting now. Starting now, we're believing Yes. We're putting our faith for now. Yeah, quickly. Now. Quickly. Press down, shaken together, and running over back into their hands quickly. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Supernatural anointing, supernatural harvest, and supernaturally quick. It is a time of quick yeah. reception and quick harvest. Do you receive that for your own life? I'm receiving yeah. that for my own life. Like yeah. God is doing stuff right now that is just, uh, just amazing. Just amazing. Mm -hmm. Lord, we receive supernatural harvest, supernaturally quick. We receive it now and we praise God for you. Amen. We enjoyed this week of reception. 
a week of reception with you, and uh, we praise God with you and for you. God's doing great things. As he does those things and as you receive them, we want to hear about it. So go to whatsright.com and tell us a testimony. Send us a message there. Let us know what's going on in your life. We want to hear about that. We love you. We praise God for you. And uh, just pray that you have a a great week. And we know you're going to have a great weekend in Jesus' name. Amen. See you next time. Bye. Hey. So this Sunday, I wanted to tell you about it. This Sunday is Father's Day, if you forgot. Well, now here's your reminder. This Sunday is Father's Day. And if you extra forgot and don't have a gift for your dad or a father figure in your life, you can come to Boomerang and we'll give him a gift card. Every single man gets a gift card. Even if they're not a father, they are a spiritual father, they get a gift card. And you can enter in the men in your life in a drawing to get a grill. And not just any grill, but that grill, the exact grill up on the screen you can uh, one one man will win that grill right there so if you're not located in Albemarle that's where we are Boomerang Church is in Albemarle North Carolina so that's this Father's Day also we will be having a free photo booth you can take pictures with your family and stuff which will be awesome it's going to be a really great service so we encourage you to join us this Sunday also I wanted to let you know next Monday We will not be having live Lunch Plus, but we're still having Lunch Plus because we have a ton of videos and you can go and rewatch them like this week. This week was amazing. I guarantee you if you go back and watch the videos from every day, you will get something back. You will receive even more. So this Monday, June 21st to June 25th, no live Lunch Plus, but go and watch our videos. We will be back June 28th like normal, so make sure live June 28th to join us on that Monday. It's going to be great. We're excited to come back. We're going to a conference. We're going to come back all fired up and excited. You're not going to want to miss June 28th. And uh, if you like this broadcast today, make sure to share it, like it, comment. You s- make sure you're subscribed to our channel and you have notifications on uh, for uh, when we go live. But anyway, love you guys. We will see you soon. Happy Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.